Um, somebody describe what you think life may have been like for an African-American during this time that would have led them to something like the Colfax massacre. What was life like for African-Americans during this time? Yeah. They were living in fear for uh, both their lives and the lives of their family. Okay. Um, and elaborate, continue to elaborate on that and tell me why. Like, why were they living in fear? Because uh, organizations like the KKK were around and they were trying to intimidate uh, the African-Americans into stuff like not voting and basically trying to put them down and um, make them feel like they were slaves again. Excellent. So we have the Colfax Massacre in 1873. We fast forward just a couple of years. Somebody tell me a little bit of information about the Hamburg Massacre. Massacre occurred on July 8th in 1876. Um, there were hundreds of armed white men, and uh, at least six black men were killed. Okay, so we have a situation here where we have hundreds of white men participating, and yet we have, I say just, it is six lives, but we have just six African Americans killed in this massacre as compared to some of these others. Why do you think we call this a massacre instead of a riot? Anybody have thoughts on this? Yeah. Because it was the white people who were attacking African Americans, and um, it, it was um, with intent uh, to harm, uh, maybe, and uh, other uh, riots were led by black people because they were angry at the white people. Okay, good. So we, we take into account intent when we look at these events. Um, we can also look at it from a historical perspective, uh, looking back on history, because as we'll see in the coming years, uh, when we get to the Tulsa race massacre, when this originally happened, and for years and years, we called it the Tulsa Race Riots. And it's only been in recent history that we begin to call this the Tulsa Race Massacre because we look now through a historical perspective and see intent, whereas it wasn't necessarily the African-American community rioting. It was more the white community massacring. Okay, So somebody tell me about the Ellington riot. Same year, the same year as the Hamburg Massacre, we have the Ellington Riot. Who wants to tell me about that? Maybe one of the ladies in class we had. Uh, lots of gentlemen speak. Okay. It happened on, in September, September 15th of 1876 in Aiken County, South Carolina. There were 100 black people killed, and the president was Ulysses S. Grant at the time. 
Okay, good. So Ulysses S. Grant was a Civil War general. And as a general for the Union, for the North, you might think that he would be uh, more proactive in trying to prevent these race riots and race massacres. Uh, anybody have any thoughts as to why the White House, why the president, why the U.S. military might not get involved in something like these race riots and race massacres? There is no right answer on this, by the way. Just a side note, this is your opinion. Um, I think that it could make the government look bad depending on which side they took. It could make the other side that oppose their views and beliefs kind of, it, it could cause some disruption in the nation if they chose a side. So they tried to stay neutral to not cause more havoc. Okay, good. We know that African Americans have only just recently earned their freedom, only just recently um, earned their voting rights through the 14th and 15th Amendments. So with the government coming in and getting involved in these race riots and massacres, how do you think that would make the white community in the United States feel? And why? Because there was no pushback against um, massacres and riots during this time, uh, it could make uh, white people in the nation feel either neutral about it, or if they um, were racist and they uh, wanted to partake in uh, something like that, they would feel like they had the freedom to do that because no one spoke out against it. Good, absolutely. And we, we don't just have racist whites in the South, we also have racist whites in the North. And so if the government chooses to get involved in something like this, not only do they risk alienating Southerners, they also risk alienating racist Northerners as well. So that's certainly something that the government was considering. Uh, again, we're gonna fast forward just a couple of years. 1898, we have a new president, uh, we have the Phoenix Riot. Somebody tell me about the Phoenix Riot. Yes. It was in 1898, and <clears throat> eight blacks were killed, and 500 white men were present, and the president was William McKinley at the time. Okay. So where did this take place? In Greenwood County, South Carolina. Okay. So not only did we have the previous riot taking place in South Carolina, we have yet another example of a race riot in South Carolina. And um, side note, if we look over here on the map, the, uh, in the race box, the blue box, the middle map on the left, that shows the current population of African-Americans in the United States. So let's go back to the podcast now. Knowing what we know about both the Confederate States in the South and slavery in general, we haven't yet had what's called the, the uh, Great Migration, where African Americans move north uh, looking for a better life. That will happen in the years after the Phoenix Riot. So if we have these continuous riots, we have these continuous massacres in the South, if you were thinking about the African American experience why did blacks continue to stay 
in southern states during this time? Yeah. Well, I think it's just what they had there. They had family. They had houses. They had what they had lived with their entire lives. And it was just kind of hard for them just to leave that all behind and pack up and move. Excellent. Yeah. I also think that it was difficult for them to leave the plantations in which they formerly were slaves on because it was expensive to move to a different state. And even though they weren't slaves anymore and they were paid, it was minimal pay. So they couldn't afford to leave. So they often just continued to work on the very plantations that they were former slaves on. Good. So not only did they not have the financial resources, they also had family connections. They might have wanted to be treated equally as the whites. Okay, so why would they stay wanting to be treated equally? Give me a thought. I don't know. Anything works? Thoughts at all? Anybody else want to jump in with that? I feel like even if they did leave, um, they wouldn't have a lot of other opportunities or like work in other places as they would have in the South. Okay, can you elaborate on that? Why Why do you think that and, and what do you think is going on in the country at this time? Um, well, it, like they got freed, but they weren't really free anyways. So they didn't have much of an option if they did leave or stay. Okay, yeah. Josh? Well, the fact is that racism wasn't just down in the south, it was all over the United States, and even if they did leave, then it was still running to it up in the north. So, okay, good. And you, you have to imagine going from South Carolina north, leaving family behind, which you mentioned, financial resources being limited, still racism in the north, lots of lots of um, things working against them in this uh, opportunity. Plus, there's no guarantee. Sort of like what you said, there's no guarantee that when I do get to wherever I'm going, that I can find a job, that I can find housing that's affordable. If I do get there, can I eventually bring my family along with me? So lots of things to consider um, during, during this time. Same year, Wilmington Riot, 1898. Wilmington Riot, 1898. Somebody give me the details about Wilmington Riot. Maybe somebody who hasn't yet spoken. Um, it took place November 10th in 1898, and William McKinley was the president, and it took place in Wilmington, North Carolina. Okay, and do you know any details as far as how many people were involved? Uh, it said that 2,000 whites participated and 60 to uh, over 300 blacks died. Over 300 blacks died. So what we're seeing here is an escalation going from a few to a dozen to hundreds participating and dying and thousands of white people being involved as well. Uh, our final one, 1900, New Orleans riot. Um, somebody remind me what this was also called. There was a second name for this. Robert Charles. Okay, say again for me. The Robert Charles race riots. So tell us about the Robert Charles race riots slash New Orleans riots. 
Um, why police and vigilantes hunted down Robert Charles, who shot 27 other whites? Good. Did you have something to add, or you just celebrate? Okay. Celebrate. Excellent. Um, so, again, these are the more famous race riots, race massacres that occur in this time period. Are there others? Absolutely. Lynchings, massacres, um, attacks on African Americans in all kinds of communities, specifically in the South, but also in the North, happened, I would say, on a weekly basis, maybe even on a daily basis, where if you are an African American male and you look at a white woman, quote unquote, inappropriately, um, if you go into an area of town that the white people don't want African-Americans in, um, if you assert your rights or you assert your privileges of freedom of speech, for any reason whatsoever that a white lynch mob chooses, an African-American could lose their life during this time and all the way up even into the mid-1900s, which we'll look at. Uh, specifically through the lens of the Tulsa race riots, uh, but also through other experiences that other African-Americans had. Last question, and I want each group uh, to give me an answer. So um, I want you to think and discuss amongst yourselves, and then I'll edit this piece together um, after you do this. But why is it important to learn about these race massacres and race riots during this time in American history. Think about it. 15 seconds and then we're going to have an answer. Because like Black Lives Matter there's like riots going on. Yeah, it's still like it's still happening. It's like good to know like what African Americans went through. I'm not it. Wait, so what am I saying? That it's like good to know about like what the African American in their past and stuff like that. I just agree with that. Like it's like really no big deal because of like Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. It's, a, it's like history repeating. Yeah. With the riots and stuff. So you can say um, it's good to know. Like what the um get to know what Okay, what I'd like yeah. to have happen is if there's a person in your group who has not yet spoken, I would like that person or one of the people in uh, to do that in your group. Uh, so we'll just go um, sort of on a volunteer basis. Um, whoever wants to, to go first will go first here, then you, then you, then you, then you guys, and you guys will ask. Okay. So, say what you want to say, and then you can just point to the next group, and, and we'll be good there. I feel like it's important so history won't be forgotten, and I feel like it could also tie up with, like, the Black Lives Matter movement, because that's what it came up from. So, yeah. Excellent. I believe we learn about it, so we, like, see, like, their hardships and, like, what they've gone through. Also, believe it's important to learn how to so that you don't repeat the same. 
I think it's important to learn about this stuff because it's just generally good information to know, and it it's also um, it also needs to uh, remind people that racism didn't end after slaves were free. Um, it has always been bad, and uh, we, I think we have to understand that it could be worse than what we have now, and we just need to understand uh, where the black community comes from uh, when we speak on racial issues. Very good. Next. Well, racism like this is basically like still the same today. Like racism has always been a thing, and so it's just like important to know. Okay. Um, it's important to know about what they went through, and so, like they said, we won't repeat history and stuff. Okay. So, like, <clears throat> the riots show that um, blacks don't have, like, rights and, um, like, equality, and sometimes that's still shown today with, like, um, peace and other things like that. Okay, good. So, not only do we want to know about these experiences of African Americans so that history doesn't repeat itself, so that we understand the black experience, so that we can make these connections to modern day experiences, whether that be Black Lives Matter or the continued oppression of African Americans in uh, communities all across this country. Uh, and so we're going to see how throughout the early 1900s, the KKK continues their rise, continues their terror, but we continue to see African Americans stand their ground and fight for their rights that they as equal citizens in this country are justified in claiming. So uh, I appreciate all of your contributions and uh, that's it.